0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of today's message is Starting Your Disciple-Making Journey. Last week we were reminded that the Great Commission applies to each one of us, to you and I. We were all called to this task of making disciples of Jesus. We also learned that when we all do this, the Kingdom of God will advance faster and expand further. So this is clearly extremely important. Let's remind ourselves of that commission by reading that famous text once again. Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18. I will read all texts from the NIV. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. I hope that many of us have said yes to Jesus' commission. This decision starts us on a journey as we learn how to be a disciple-maker. Today, we're going to look to the Bible for some foundations that will help us to start strong and to continue strong on our journey of being disciple-makers. So let's get cracking. Foundation number one, disciple-making starts with a sense of mission. Luke chapter 19 and verse 10. uh, I would call this Jesus' mission statement. The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. In heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit had a clear plan to rescue the world. Some of this plan was communicated through the prophets. Some of it was portrayed through various events in history. But this plan would have been nothing more than a magnificent idea if Jesus had not actually come to earth and carried out the plan. So Jesus came to earth, the Son came to earth to achieve this mission. And I think we can learn two really important foundational truths from this. Firstly, Disciple making starts when we go to people. If we want to help somebody to become a follower of Jesus, we have to do more than just think about it and pray about it. We have to act on this desire. We have to reach out to them. We have to go to them. So disciple-making starts when we actually go to people. We put the plan into action. Secondly, we need to reach out to people with a sense of purpose. And when we go and we connect with a person, we don't just want to be friends. Although we surely will become good friends. More than that, we want to see their lives rescued and transformed. If the person has not yet put their faith in Jesus, we want them to believe in Him. If the person is not yet an obedient follower of Jesus, we want them to become an obedient follower of Jesus, a disciple. So our disciple-making journey starts with a a sense of mission. We want to see the lost saved and disciples made. Foundation number two. Disciple making centers around a message. John chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 17. From that time on, Jesus began to preach. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And Acts chapter 2 and verse 36 So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, to be both Lord and Messiah. Disciple making has a core message and it is focused on Jesus. Our mission is to help people to recognize who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. In particular, we want them to recognize that Jesus is both the Savior and the Lord. So our message needs to portray Jesus as he is, as the Savior and as the Lord. Firstly, they must know Jesus as Savior. John chapter 3 and verse 16 and 17 shows us this. That's our message. We need to help people to recognize Jesus as the Savior and to believe in him. This is the gospel message, the good news of what Jesus has done for us. He died for our sins and then rose from the dead in victory. This is the most important news that we can ever tell someone. They need to know that there is a Savior. So that's a key part of the message. But friends, Jesus is not only the Savior. There is more that they need to know about him. They need to know that Jesus is the Lord. We find that in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 17, Acts 2 verse 36. Friends, we need to help people to recognize Jesus as the Lord, as the king of the kingdom of God. They need to recognize him as their king and to come under his rule. This is absolutely essential if we want to see them become disciples of Jesus. Some converts have only heard about Jesus the Saviour and not Jesus the Lord. Because of this, they fail to recognise Jesus as their Master. They regard Jesus as, who some would say, their personal Saviour. The one who died for them. They don't recognize him as their Lord, as their master. Such converts are likely to be passive, even disobedient, not disciples. Remember, a key aspect of the Great Commission is teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. A disciple of Jesus recognizes that Jesus is his Lord his master, his commander, and therefore surrenders their life to him in obedient faith. So our central disciple-making message is all about Jesus, who he is and what he has done, that he is both the Savior and the Lord. Foundation number three. Disciple-making has a clear picture of success. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19. Go and make disciples of all the nations. Romans chapter 8 verse 29. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. And Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. The primary goal of disciple making is making more disciples all over the world. But how do we know if we have actually made a disciple? If we don't know what a disciple of Jesus looks like, we may just think that we're making disciples. Disciples of Jesus, according to these texts, can be recognized by changes in their lives. They are being transformed. They are becoming more and more like Jesus. They are also learning to recognize and to obey God's will as they recognize and obey God's will, they will obey the Great Commission, and they too will become disciple-makers. I hope this gives you a a clearer picture of what is a disciple, because we we need to have this clear mental picture of what success looks like in disciple-making. We want to see more people who are becoming more like Jesus who are recognizing and obeying his will and are making disciples all over the world that's a little picture of success in disciple making let me say that again we want to see more people who are becoming more like jesus and who are recognizing and obeying his will and making disciples all over the world lastly disciple making is built on healthy relationships mark chapter 2 in verse 14 as he walked along that's jesus he saw levi son of Elpheus, sitting at the tax collector's booth follow me jesus told him and levi got up and followed him mark chapter 3 and verse 14 he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out Acts chapter 14 and verse 13, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. And first Corinthians chapter 11, verse one. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Disciple making is relational. Jesus started his disciples' journey with an invitation. Follow me. He called the twelve to be with him. It was later observed about those disciples that these men had been with Jesus. Those disciples had spent a lot of time with Jesus. They didn't just hear what he taught. They saw how he lived. They saw how he prayed, how he loved how he responded to questions and to opposition. They asked him questions. They made mistakes, were rebuked, Well, and they learned from their mistakes. Their lives were transformed through being with Jesus. Now, the Apostle Paul was also a great disciple maker. And he didn't just teach Jesus' words and ways. He demonstrated them In the way that he lived. He called people to follow his example. That means that people knew him. They could see how he lived. You can only follow a person's example if you can see how they live. I think this fourth foundation can be an area where many of us struggle to develop as disciple makers. It's because of the the challenges that we face in building relationships. Let's be honest and realistic here. The process of making disciples takes time, effort and energy. As we spend regular time with people and, and we give them attention and we communicate well with them, we respond to their messages, we take their calls. It's sometimes a sacrifice Because we'd rather be doing something else. It's sometimes inconvenient because we have to change our routines and our schedules to make that time. There will surely be some sort of price that we must pay. We need to be ready to pay that price. We can also struggle in the area of relationships if we're just not naturally relational. Some of us, have to work hard to build healthy relationships. We may have to work hard at being open and honest with people. We may have to learn how to build trust. Some people have likened a healthy relationship to a bridge of trust. It has to be strong if we are going to carry our personal burdens over that bridge. If you and I are going to speak into a person's life, They need to trust us enough to be honest with us and to receive what we say. So we need to build healthy relationships with them. I've had to work hard in this area and I still do. But it is so well worth the effort. As we learn to build healthy relationships, we find the work of disciple making so much easier. Let me conclude by summarizing the four foundations for disciple making that we've looked at today. Foundation number one. Disciple making starts with a sense of mission. We want to see the lost saved and disciples made. So we go to people on this mission. Foundation number two. Disciple-making centers around a message. We want people to recognize Jesus as the Savior and as the Lord. Foundation number three. Disciple-making has a clear picture of success. We want to see more people who are becoming more like Jesus, recognizing and obeying His will, and making disciples all over the world. And foundation number four, disciple-making is built on healthy relationships. We build relationship bridges of love and trust so that we can be trusted and our ministry can be received. As we continue on our journey of disciple-making, let's build strong foundations so that we can all be effective disciple-makers. Amen.